Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the American Overlander podcast. I'm your host, Will Fowler from Venture to Rome. Now, Venture to Rome is a video YouTube channel where we go on epic adventures, we do installs and rig modifications and gear reviews and recommendations. So if you haven't already, head over to the channel, give it a watch, and if you like it, give it a sub. On this podcast, we go deeper into some of the subjects that we've covered on our videos. We go behind the scenes in some of those videos and we interview movers and shakers in the overlanding world. So let's get into it. Great. So we're here today with uh, Gary, who is the face and um, camera of G from BC, which is a really great YouTube channel, Instagram page. Um, I know you're involved with some really um, really uh, awesome Facebook groups uh, that have to do with overlanding. And he is from British Columbia. So this is the American Overlander podcast. And we're talking from somebody <laughs> who is in them. It's technically it's North America. So, yeah. but, but we're, we're venturing into a different country here. So thanks for being on the, on the podcast today, Gary. I'm honored to be here. Right on. So, so first, just, just what's your story, man? Like, how did you get into this lifestyle? Um, it all, honestly, it all started during the pandemic. Um, prior to that, I a lot, of, I'm very artistic in regards to like things I like, I get interested into, um, things like, for example, like, uh, jujitsu or any sort wait a minute, of, wait a minute, you say you're creative and then you said jujitsu. I would like, I would not put jujitsu. I would put like painting or like writing poetry in the same category <laughs> as creative, but you put well, jujitsu in there. Yeah. Well, if, if you really think about it, then it, isn't it called martial arts? I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> so it is an art form of like, uh, self-defense, uh, art form to, um, you know, like to get self -con confidence for your, for yourself and also for the students I teach. Cause I teach uh, jujitsu. Um, okay. part-time um, and I did that for a long time uh, and then uh, yeah 20 and I was competing as well too so um, after that like 2020 when it hit uh, pandemic hit I was like well there's nothing else for us to do and my friends I have a f-150 that's my truck mm. that I started with first um, you know like hey let's go to um, a, a, to the flats Let's go, let's go check this place out. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, you know, like I've always been interested in, you know, kind of checking out parts of BC and, you know, like uh, doing some off-roading, overlanding, but just never had that push to do so. Hmm. And yeah, I uh, went to that one, brought my GoPro. Uh, that's my only camera back then, right? Uh, actually, prior to me um, starting um, the actual G from BC channel, my channel was mainly just my uh, competition for jujitsu and I'd share competitions and I'd do some vlog stuff. So I kind of already had an understanding of what to do, but uh, audience when it comes to jujitsu uh, content is, isn't that great unless you're one of the bigger names, right? Uh, so, so you were, so you were, but you were already making videos on YouTube. Yeah. So, so, so the jujitsu stopped for you. I yeah. know, I know, Canada has gone through some pretty strict lockdowns during yep. the pandemic, yep. a few different phases of it. So yep. when that happened, you were like, Hey, you found your way into an off-road vehicle and, and off-road with your friends. And yep. then, uh, from there decided to make a YouTube channel. Like, like, how do you get from like, Hey, let's go have fun to like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to start making yeah. videos. 
Okay, well, I've I've been uh, I have been making some videos before. It was like really like I I don't even want to share these videos. It's <laughs> crappy vlog videos that I've made before. I mean, back then I, I thought it was you know the the best I've ever made, right? But learning a lot of it eventually uh, as as you know making content for um for for YouTube in regards to overlanding. It's changed my editing uh, a lot from like the la two years ago. So just going from there, I already had the YouTube channel um, prior. Like it was called, <laughs> it was called Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah it was that one. Like that. Yeah. So I had that one as uh, even my, for a bit there, my, even my Instagram was Jiu-Jitsu, right? So uh, it started with just that. And then honestly, I, I changed it to just my name because I'm like, oh, you know, like it's more for personal content. If I am going to make these content, it's just more for myself and my friends. Um, yeah, um, hit pretty good numbers, like in regards to like, got to 100 for some reason, people wanted to watch my content during that yeah. time, even though it so, wasn't that great. So people don't know of this yeah. about YouTube channels, yeah. that getting to 100 subscribers is like, one of the hardest yep. things that you can is. possibly do. And like 90% of the YouTube channels that exist never make it to 100 subscribers. Yes. It is, seems like a, a an embarrassingly low standard, yeah. but it's extremely hard to get to. I'd say, I'd say milestone wise, when it comes to YouTube channels, your first hundred is a big milestone. Next is maybe 500. And then the next one, for sure, the biggest one uh, to get you to become more of a quote unquote YouTuber is a thousand subscribers. Cause then you're basically committed. Like you've done, I don't know how many videos, how many sort of content to get to that one where people are interested to watch your content. I think those are like the three big milestone. And then of course, after that, it just progresses to like 10,000 could be another milestone. Right. But I think those th uh, first three um, kind of numbers are for me personally are like the big milestones. And I, I, for me hitting a thousand subscribers, like last November was a big thing for me. Yeah. Just because, I remember that, man. We were yeah. like celebrating. Cause that is a big, yeah. that's a big one for, yeah. for up and coming YouTube yeah. channel. So, so you got this YouTube channel and you're filming, uh, you're filming your trips around BC, which I do want to get into like what's yep. BC like, but before we get into that, yep. your videos are not on your F-150. So like, like I see you driving a Jeep. So take us through your Jeep. What year <laughs> is it? What do you, you know, what have you made modifications to it? Yep. Just walk us through your Jeep. Okay. Um, let's just start from the beginning. Um, I started off with the F-150 and I was actually gonna keep on driving with my F-150. Uh, unfortunately, with it being a full size, I guess with all the vibration that happened to the engine or whatever parts, it just started banging out on me, right? At one point there, after the first, not even the year of just going out there, because I was pushing it, like legitimately pushing the F-150. Yeah. So um decided by january uh i didn't want to get another truck um and also i didn't i i've always i've always wanted a jeep i guess uh my dad owned a jeep when he was in the philippines uh that's kind of like the the vehicle back then for them right because a lot of uh army army vehicles were yeah. left alone in in uh philippines um yeah i'm filipino okay, <laughs> okay. so yeah. um 
it was left over there. So uh, yeah, eventually just wanted something different. Didn't really want to go with just a normal SUV um, and decided with a Jeep. Um, but I was specific on which one I wanted because I wanted to make sure that I checked every list that I can save money out of, right? right. So <laughs> looking around, for sure it needed to be a Rubicon because then I wanted to keep on pushing my rig. Um, secondly, oh, dude, I did not get a Rubicon and I wish I would have because of yeah. all, I would have saved money. It was more yep. expensive at the time, yep. but like all the money I put into it to make that it. extra 10, like that extra $10,000 because you already have the, uh, uh, well, one solid axle front and rear. Um, and also the, the electronic sway bar where you can just push it ready to go. Yeah. You, and you've got bigger axles. You've got yes. bigger axles. You've got yeah. better, you've got 44s. better gearing. Yeah. You've got lockers front yeah. and back. Yeah. Yeah. I had to do all that stuff and it yeah. was so expensive. So yeah. anyway, so exactly. smart choice, smart choice yeah. in the Rubicon. Well, I, I also got uh, opinions from everyone that I kind of met um, that are some, you know, Jeepers around here as well too. And I asked them like, you know, like I was thinking Sahara, but I'm like, man, I really want lockers just in case. Cause you know, like if I want it, like knowing myself, I'm like, oh, I never wanted to do any sort of rock crawling or doing all those stuff, but just in case, but look at me now, right? Like, I mean, yeah. if you watch some of my most recent videos, I've been pushing my rig like almost every time during that time, right? And I'm planning to push my rig this year as well too. So like, that was a good one, one big choice. Second one is for sure, since it's, just, it's a JK, I wanted a bumper that it can already put a winch in. Right. That was one one of the things that I needed for sure. So there was tons of stuff that they had in that JK that I wanted that is already there. And plus affordability, because <laughs> uh, with that, with it being that, and owning a F-150 already, which I paid off, I wanted to make sure that the Jeep was affordable for my budget in regards to yep. spending, right? So, yeah, I um, mean, Jeeps aren't cheap. Even JKs aren't cheap compared to like, yeah. you know, vehicles of the same year. Yeah. But, uh, but because the JL was out probably when you bought your Jeep, yeah. you could get into a Jeep for less, which is, which is, yeah. I mean, I think JKs are still, Yep. very desirable to buy for that reason. Yep. There's actually a market now for people who, who they can buy something that's reasonably affordable. Yep. That's a, that's a, you know, less than 15 years old, you know? So anyway, so yeah. So, so you got a JK Rubicon ready yep. to go. You got the bumper. Did yep. it come with the bumper on it or did you put yep. that bumper on? Came with the bumper it it on came, it? uh, came with the bumper on it already. Um, and it was pretty much ready to go. Uh, but I need, I know for sure, the one thing I needed for sure, and that this was actually my first modification for the Jeep. And honestly, I was like, oh, I'm going to push it off. I'm going to push off the modification. I want to drive it around, you know, like just stock for a little bit. But uh, I started noticing the, the tires were starting to bald. And I'm like, okay, how many times can I use this one until it starts, you know, like it starts losing grip. Um, so I asked a few of my friends, it's just like, well, I kind of want a big tires. That's all how it started was <laughs> I kind of want a big tires. But I'm like, hey, I, I can probably fit 35s in this one. And she's like, yes, you could, but you're going to be rubbing a lot if you're going to be flexing. And I'm like, okay, all right let me think about this first but then uh kind of one thing that pushed me a little bit was um 
for some reason I'm getting always getting into close calls, but I got a close call in an icy road that first time. And I almost got into an embankment and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. I blamed the tires that I had there because oh, right, it was yeah. almost, it was almost balding and I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's invest on to better tires, but how am I like, okay. And then, but I'll need a lift. So it always yeah. starts somewhere with the Jeep. Man. Yes. It's like, it's like yeah. wherever you start, it's like the scaffolding effect. It's like, yes. okay, I'm going to get new tires. Oh, it means I need to get new wheels. It means I, yes. need, I need to get, yeah. new, uh, you know, suspension and, yeah. or, or, or it's like, you know, you, like you bought one that had a winch plate on it, but it's yeah. like, I want to put a winch. Oh, got to get a new bumper. Yeah. got to get a winch yeah. plate. It's like, there's always, it's like a sequence of events when it comes it's, to spending it's, money. It's uh, it's a bottomless pit of uh, <laughs> desire, I guess, if you want to put it that way, right? So, like, yeah, um, I got the the t- like. So for me to get the tires, I went to a local shop here um, uh, named uh, West Coast Offroaders. Um, got uh, kind of like their uh, opinion on what I should go. Uh, I went with the Falcon. Oh, sorry, Wild Peaks. Oh. Uh, well, no, sorry, Falcon uh, Falcon um, suspension. For oh, my, oh, Falcon suspension. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. Falcon shocks for uh, suspension, and then I got the TerraFlex um, springs for the lift. Right. Um, got about three, three and a half inch one. That that's kind of the one that I was going with, and then it was kind of like a Frankenstein style because then it was TerraFlex for the springs, uh, Falcon shocks, and then I had some metal cloaks. But I think at least now I think. I want to say Falcons owned by Terraflex or vice versa. Or yeah, they something. are. So they they're are. made to go together. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So went with that one. And then um, <laughs> it was not peer pressure or anything, but I like the style of um, the look of um, the wheels that I was kind of looking at. I, I was actually thinking of just getting the normal, like, you know, normal, uh, donut kind of wheels that they have for for um you know jeeps and stuff like that yep like the pro comps yeah but i was like but then i saw these these wheels made by uh ses um so they it's funny that last year was the first year that they were making jeep wheels (laughs) so I looked at those ones, ordered those ones, and it looks stock because of the color of, um, I guess, the color of the um, the wheels are almost the same as the stock Rubicon uh, wheels. So that's oh, why okay. I kind of went with that one. I wanted yeah. to keep my my rig as like not too flashy, but at the same time, it's still, you know it's still pretty modified. <laughs> I mean, you've got 35s on it now. So it, yeah, yeah they take on a totally different profile when you do yeah, that. Definitely. It, it changed a lot of like the drive and I, for a little, I'll, I'll be honest, when I tried to drove the Jeep and it was the first time I drove a Jeep, I was like, well, this is a different drive. Yeah. And, and you will know right away. I, I can't explain it to you guys, but like, if you ever drove a Jeep, it's, you gotta, you gotta understand the movement. You can, yeah. like, you can understand yeah. the movement of it. Yeah. It's so funny. Like when you buy, so like when you drive a stock Jeep, yeah, you get in it and you drive it and it's like, yeah. whoa, this doesn't drive like a car. This, this yeah. is like, it's not, and it doesn't drive like a truck either. Yeah. It just, it drives yeah. like a Jeep. So it's kind of yeah. more bucky and yeah. harder. And, and then 
and then you put a new suspension on it and you put yeah. 35s on it and you're like <laughs> you're like oh they really drove like a car before now, yeah. you know like now it yeah and now it's way now it's different totally than different yeah. yeah it's higher like you yeah. know and and sometimes even more bucky but then yeah. when you go when you air down you go off road yeah. it's like driving a ferrari it's ferrari. Like you, yeah. you're invincible yeah you can just go through potholes like it was nothing yeah, 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 yeah. So, so tell me. So, so I've been watching you modify your Jeep. And by the way, I want to say to anybody who's who's listening, Gary and I got to know each other over Instagram. We are. It's living proof that you can form real friendships. Yeah. On social media, for people you haven't met before. We were just. I think we we're just kind of fans of each other's videos and pictures yeah. and things. And yeah. we, yeah, we reached out to each other. I think I started attending some of your premieres, yeah. and then, and then we started like asking each other for feedback on our videos. It was like, yeah. Hey, can you, and I remember I sent you something. I was like, Hey, can you get feedback <laughs> on this? I'm not really sure. Yeah. And you just, you just like nailed me to the wall. You were like this, <laughs> this, 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 this. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Like, thank you because I missed all that stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and then, you know, we traded it back and forth. Yeah. And since then we've just been kind of creator friends. And, yeah. and so uh, it's living proof that you can have real, real friendships with people yeah. that you meet. I, I uh, mean, uh, I think it depends on um, also personality, I, I believe. And also what, you know, like like mindedness in regards to your hobbies or what you're passionate about. And yeah. I'm pretty sure for us, you know, like for me growing up, um, you know, like a little kid, um, we were I, I, I was a Boy Scout for a little bit there as a little kid and just camping and doing all that stuff with family just brings a lot of nostalgia. And if I'm for sure, I think that's what your kind of point of view as well, too, because when you're all of us, when we were younger, I think you mentioned this on one of your podcasts, like, see, I listened to your podcast. They, <laughs> they, they, like you, as a kid, you were into, since you live in Idaho, you, you're into going outdoors, doing all that stuff. And you hit teenager and you think you're so cool yeah. and this is not cool anymore. And yeah. you make fun of people that do those ones. But then it's a full, full circle. You go back and then you're like, wow, I should have been doing this a long time ago again. Right. So yeah. that's kind of like the trajectory in regards to me and my friends, because a lot of my friends uh, have kids and we've talked about this one for, for them. Like, man, would, we, would it be cool if we can go camping as a group and go camping and doing all this together? And we've been doing this. I think we were on our second year last year of um, um, doing some road trips around BC with my close friends. And we did that, you know, like just because we all enjoyed being around each other. But yeah. since COVID, what, can, what else can you do? Go camping, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, COVID, no, there's like, there's no question COVID opened up a bunch of people for the first time to the outdoors and yeah. in, in lots of different ways, but it particularly in like car camping. Yeah. I mean, uh, so Idaho doesn't have a ton of people in it. Um, thank goodness. Although it's filling up, but it's yeah. not nearly like other places. And, um, and so I remember a couple times in 2020, we were going out and we were just doing our normal thing. And I'm not kidding you, like every single nook and cranny along yeah. the dirt road had a trailer stuffed in it, a camping trailer <laughs> stuffed in it. I mean, we're talking like, this isn't a place that you should be camping. This is just a place yeah. where you pull off, you yeah. know, to like go to the bathroom or something. It's not, yeah. Yeah. It, these are not camping spots. And it was just, it was so crammed. Yeah. It was so crowded. Yeah. And I was like, this is not what I think of when I think of camping in Idaho. <laughs> and it's gotten better since then. Yeah. You know, like now 
I think the good news for those of us who want to go out and not be around people is that like, for the most part, like the movie theaters are open again and restaurants are open again. So like people are doing those things that they were doing before for entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. But there is still a a pretty big holdover of people who started doing this during the pandemic and caught the bug and and now are really, really into it. So so no surprise. I I, I believe so because my first year in 2020 when we used to go camping in one location man i would never see any people there like legitimately no vehicles around that um for service road and then within like last year i guess the boom of overlanding kind of kicked in and you just see vehicles like even random normal like yeah cars or just accords exactly <laughs> yeah. or or like the craziest one i've seen was uh i think it was a mercedes-benz that drove up there or a tesla and i'm like wow, oh, wow. okay yeah. or uh one of those like um uh i guess those rented um vehicles like um i don't know what they're called i forgot the word they're called but they, yeah those rented vehicles where you use your mastercard to just rent those vehicles to oh yeah drive. yeah yeah right yeah they've drove those ones all the way to the to the bush and i'm like <laughs> by the <That's>, hour <laughs> that is just crazy i yo you don't own this vehicle why are you yeah. bringing it over here like a zip car or something <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy man yeah, yeah, they, yeah so it's but but you know no no surprise that you found your way yeah. or like kind of deepened that because yeah. it really was you know it's all we yeah. could do for a while yeah um but t- so then tell me tell me about what it's like to off-road and overland in BC because um, you know in our videos you see a bit of what Idaho and Boise has to offer and Boise is kind of in the middle of like right on the line between high desert and like evergreen forested mountains and we have you know our peaks get up to 12,000 feet most of the time they're between eight eight and nine thousand feet um, that we're kind of playing around so there's reasonably high mountains here in Idaho yeah. Um, but the terrain is, is pretty varied and yeah. it's pretty dry. Even when you get up into the higher elevations, it's higher elevations because of the snowpack and all that. Yeah. It's not higher elevations because it like rains so much here. Yeah. Um, so everything is, is pretty dry. And when I see your videos, it's like the exact opposite. It's like things are so wet in BC yeah. and yeah. yet you have all of these like glacier mountains yeah. and like high peaks at least they look high yeah. um and mountain lakes everywhere so like yeah. so walk me through kind of like what you think what you think the bc terrain is like uh terrain wise it, it actually varies which is crazy because i just discovered this personally after traveling a little bit more uh, i thought a lot of you know like past uh certain parts of BC is just all mountains, right? And snow and there's tons of snow. Yeah. My latest video where I I, I mentioned it on that video uh, titled uh, From Desert to um, Snow, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went from like rainy, like very cold weather to all of a sudden we get into that spot there and it was just sunny and it was just deserty looking. And I'm like, this is here? Like even me, Finding these spots is, to me, still very uh, crazy because then we do have, for some reason, the central region of BC, um, not central, uh, northern part of BC-ish, there's a part there where it's just basically desert, like our, we'll have sand dunes and all that stuff, but then you'll go to like, um, 
further out towards the water where the mountains are, you get all these like high snows because then um, like it's called places called Squamish there you'll get thick snow like you'll get it's towards going towards uh whistler if if that's a kind of like an understanding right so the snow there is really deep and i've been there where it was up to my fender when it comes to snow oh man yeah so i watch your videos there's a couple other uh creators that are in that area like um casey 250 unwinding roads story till now it seems like they're all kind of in the same general area in bc so uh, you know i it looks like you guys just like there's just a ton of uh logging roads and yeah yeah, and just like a ton of places to explore up there what what is it like population density like is it hard to get out and get away from people or is it you know can you just kind of take a road for for Uh, a little bit and be alone you you could i I mean there's tons of places that like if you notice with uh sean from store till now he'll go to the spots that uh, probably an ATV would probably go through because we would get those pinstripes on those vehicles, right? So yeah, that's his um, thing. Like he definitely, yeah. he definitely goes the roads yeah. less so, traveled for sure. So for you to get to those spots, you kind of like f- go through one trail and then kind of see whether or not it's a dead end and it could be a spot for you to check. A lot of the spots me and my friends do is just we do reconnaissance. I guess if we want to put it that way, we'll do one weekend where we just do reconnaissance, check out these spots, map it on our Gaia and be like, okay, this spot is not good. This spot is good. Maybe we can have a camping spot here. Um, all that stuff. We kind of do that one. Uh, I don't know if you notice it. Uh, it's the two Tacoma guys, uh, my buddy, Matt yeah. and uh, Steve, we always go together and just go to spots and just check out. It makes it easier as well too. Um, with like, the uh the amount of people going with me especially since i film those guys know that i film so when i say yo i gotta stop and film here they understand that we're we're gonna be doing that it's hard with a bigger group i'm pretty sure you've seen my 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 friend groups where we'd go 10 plus rigs deep yeah yeah man i'm so impressed by that like i the biggest group i have ever been in yeah. has been five rigs and that yeah. felt like a lot like i prefer yeah. like two three yeah because then just the whole it's just so much easier and everyone yeah. it's easier to keep everybody on the same page and especially when you're stopping to film yeah you know it's it's easier to kind of keep everybody happy when you're doing that and it just yeah. takes it doesn't take as long to get the shot because there's only yeah. three rigs driving by or whatever and you know, nobody feels like they're not getting in the, you know, not getting their yeah. time on camera or whatever yeah. that is. But well, I see you on like, I see you and like, you've got a convoy going, man. Yeah. Well, that's the thing uh, for me. That's why I tend to stay on the rear so I can actually film and take my time. The other guys are always in a rush to get to camp for some reason. So. I mean, uh, you gotta, you gotta get to camp, get that fire going and bring out the whiskey. Yeah. I mean, for, for, for me, yeah, go ahead. Right. Like for me, I have to take my time to actually film this one. If I find something, I gotta take as much footage as I can so that when I have, there's times where I should have shot more and I'm like, I should have shot more and I didn't take my time shooting it. And I'm like, yeah, definitely. That's why I always choose to be behind. Usually my, my buddy Matt is with me in the in the rear, so it makes it easier for me to film him. So it's it's usually just me and him. We're filming, kind of going around stuff, right? So which uh, Matt does, Matt has a channel too, right? Oh uh, no, he doesn't know. 
No. Oh, he doesn't. Okay. Okay. No, no. There's so, who, there's another YouTuber that I see you out with. Uh, Carfleet. Carfleet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brennan. Carfleet. Brennan. Yeah. He does. Okay. If, if you, if you, uh, I don't know if you mentioned it uh, in anything else, if, but if you guys are really into like restore restoration or actual builds, like from scratch, man, go check out his channel. It's uh, Brendan from Carfleet because honestly, like he's building a Bronco from scratch right now. That's like, so cool. And he does up. like the exoskeleton and everything. Like he, he like, yeah. like he's, he's a full on. Yeah. Fabricator. Well, he, 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 uh, he picked up a old Ranger for 200 bucks and built that up to, uh, an off-road vehicle, like yeah. with a flat deck, everything. And he did it by himself. Right. So like those to me, like, and, and, and speaking of that one, when it comes to, um, meaning you and the rest of the other crew uh that we've all kind of like talked to each other yeah. um these guys i met them just through social media as well too and i consider these guys like uh, my good friends because yeah. we we bounce ideas we content create together and stuff like that so um it does help a lot um especially since um channels around here like i mean we try to, we tend to try to not have the same content all the time, but when we do have content together, we try to have it out at the same like week so yeah. that people have the same perspective so that it kind of like works out. Like if you notice uh, recently with Sean and Max Powell, um, they came out with a uh, content together um, because they, they visited uh, a spot actually in Idaho. Oh. Um, yeah. So um, they went went there and yeah, like Max came out, like Sean came out with uh, the the content this Monday, and then Max came out with it, like I believe yesterday or Tuesday. Oh, cool! You have to go check that. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Storytell Now's premieres are like in the morning. I'm at I'm yeah. like usually doing something else. Yeah, and then yeah I see yeah. the notification, but it's like yeah. our, already after it's gone. But a yeah. few times I've I've caught those premieres, and so it's always yeah. fun to be involved. And yeah. be, you know, somebody in there who's, who's chatting and stuff. There's always a bunch yeah. of people there. And same thing with yours. Like you, you there's a real nice community around, yeah. around the videos you make. And I, I want to say the, the videos that you're making are, are fun to watch because you like, you have a vibe that you, <laughs> that you create. And I love it, man. It's like, it's this first, I, first one, I, I like loved your catchphrase. Like you kind of give this intro and you're like, let's go. Like, I love yeah, that yeah, little yeah. kind of like, that's <laughs> Thanks, so great. And then, and then, you know, your videos just have this, I'm not going to say it's a mellow vibe, but it's vibey. Like yeah. all of your videos are, are vibey in, yeah. in like a, in like a great way. They're not like ours are like, a lot of them have a lot of energy in them. A lot yeah. of like super fast cuts. And, yeah. you know, I, I try to slow things down from time to time. Um, yep. but that's not like, I couldn't match your vibe. You've just got this way <laughs> of making videos that really kind of gets you into it, gets you into the scenery. Yeah. Um, and it's, you kind of stop thinking about the video that you're watching and you're just, yep. you know, enjoying what's happening. So anyway, so I wanted to, I wanted to give you props because I, I do, I, I steal a lot of things from you when I watch your videos. <laughs> hey man, go ahead, bro. Like, I mean, for, for me, we all, we all help each other in regards to content create. I mean, you and I always, we've been bouncing ideas to each other for like a long time. Yep. Like how just the drone shots and stuff like that. Like, I, I think we've talked about those stuff for sure. Like for me, when it comes to vibe, it goes with my personality. I don't know if you notice it. I'm very, very chilled and mellow. So 
it goes with my personality and how I was feeling. So what, before I actually make videos, I, I, I close my eyes and I kind of envision on how I was feeling on that day. Mm -hmm. All right. What kind of music am I going to go with, with this one? All right. You know, it was more just like hard pounding music. So I'm like, all right, let's find something that's that kind of music, usually rock. Right. right. So I'll go with that. There's uh, times where it's more, um, more mellow and I'll just really think about it and I'll be like, okay, this is more either, um, have a little bit more, uh, like softer beat, like, but it's more EDM style music, but yeah. you kind of mellowed it down either that, or it's going to be folk music. That's kind of like where I go first. I sit down, really think about like the, the whole trip. And then I, I listen to me. I honestly, I listen to music like for a whole day and I'm like, okay, yeah. this doesn't go with this one. This doesn't go with that one. How is this going to jump in this? How, how did I feel during this portion here? Was it more just like chilled, chilled version of this vibe but at the same time i want all the music to kind of sound the same throughout the whole thing right yeah and not just go from like okay this is a rap song here and then i'm gonna have <laughs> uh you know like country song here and then some fast edm heartbeat over here i'm like that doesn't make sense right like i mean if it kind of has to flow throughout the whole thing yeah, I, I used to go real hardcore on that. Like I used to make videos. There was one that we did, it was a shakedown run. And and like I was like, okay, all the music is gonna be like 60s shake. Yeah, sh you know, like shake type music and I like that one know. actually. I I I think I watched one of that video and I, I complimented on like, yo, I like this, I like this music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I don't know, like uh, some people give you a hard time for for using any music and, yeah. and you've done videos where you don't use any music yep. and i think you know i think that's awesome too like that yep. you know just the sound of of what's happening is so important yep. but but you know it's great to see the creators out there like you and and, and most of them really you yep. have all the tools at your disposal and the yep. art comes in yep. using those things to create yep. an experience for the viewer and, and i enjoy i enjoy what you're doing i okay so i want to move on to what you're doing for 2022 so we're we're just embarking now into february of yeah. 2022 we're getting closer to i would say like prime season for for off-roading and overlanding there yeah. is like the winter contingent and we're doing some winter stuff but yeah. when it's warmer we are out like all yeah. the time so yeah. what are your plans for 2022 uh plans wise for 2022 ice I actually already kind of started it um, because a lot of my videos in January and kind of leaping through to February, all like snow wheeling style videos. Um, so that's the first two months for sure. That's all I'm going to be doing. Um, I'm probably going to say it to here. I, I don't know when you're going to be posting this um, audio, but I'll probably mention it here. Um, uh, my, I'm going to have a lot more free time in regards to editing um, and making videos just because um, unfortunately uh, getting laid off at <laughs> my work on April. I'll, I'll oh, mention it really? here. Yeah, well, yeah. that's like, that is, that is good news for editing Yeah. because you know, sometimes you know, they say constraint drives yeah. innovation and like yeah. the constraint of not having, like having to go do something else. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Can be really, really powerful for, yeah whatever it is that you're, that you're doing. So like, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know any of the 
circumstances around that. But I can tell you that for those of us who like to watch your videos on YouTube, this is a really good development. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, um, well, there's a positive and uh, definitely more positive for some reason. Like when I heard that one from my boss, like I think last last week or something, and I heard it from my boss, I thought I would be no. Usually a, a normal person would be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. right. The normal me all all of a sudden all these gears started clicking and everything else like oh man i can make more content i can go back to school you know get my bachelor's and some stuff i can work i can actually focus on a few things that i've been pushing off for the longest time and more more importantly it's content because then for me i'm like and now i can push like twice the content and i can't be lazy to actually push content right and shoot more and do more than I normally would do, right? So that's kind of like a normal person, like I said, would think like, oh, this sucks, I gotta go find a job. But for me, I'm just like, well, this is an opportunity for me to actually give this a shot. If if YouTube is something I really wanna do, like as like, um, like a full-time or like some way for me to make an income and keep entertaining people in regards to like my, my editing and getting better at that like i mean hmm. like i mean i've gotten better the last two years but i just want to keep on getting better and i like i like hearing opinions creative opinions that you know not trolley opinions you get from like our comments <laughs> but like yeah. actual opinions from people that create videos and get opinions and then actually like even watching movies now and i'm like oh i like i like how that that cut was how they filmed that i'm like okay i gotta i got how am i gonna practice this so i gotta shoot more right so stuff like that like i mean i'm plans wise um i wanna I'll, i'm i'm planning to do a lot more series style of videos so less right. so I'll, I'll probably still so do like some longer videos. trips so you're gonna be like doing longer trips in 2022 uh, yes, definitely. Um, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll say it here. Like, I guess we'll get a little spoiler here. But um, June, I'm going to be doing a cross-country um, trip with my family, uh, my parents and my sister. Uh, we're going to cool. do a cross-country around Canada. I'm probably going to just going to be bringing my F-150. There's no way my Jeep's going to handle all, all four of us in that one vehicle. <laughs> oh, you're all <laughs> going to be in the same vehicle? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That'll yeah. be very interesting. Yeah. It'll help me out because then I can fly my drone. Oh, yeah. You know what? Every time I go with Kate, <laughs> it, like the drone footage is always so much better because she drives the Jeep yeah, while I fly yeah. the drone. Yeah. yeah. It used to be that she flew yeah. the drone, but she's yeah. like, she doesn't enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and so she does enjoy driving the Jeep, which is awesome. Um, yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's a huge benefit. And you can yep. get out, you can get out and film. You, you can film the drive-bys a lot better and more dynamic. Better. Yep, exactly. Just like setting up a drive-by. So that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, like, uh, if I don't know if you notice it, like, or if when it comes to everything that we make videos, that's why I like smaller groups is because I shoot everything. I fly the drone. I shoot this. That's why a lot of my videos, when it comes to drones, they're usually when we're standstill. And yeah. I can't really do drive-bys because, one, it's dangerous. Yes. <laughs> you know so and two it's it's it, I've, <laughs> it doesn't pretty, it doesn't equal good shots yeah it's just it's like exactly using your brain in two different places at the same time yeah. but some of them do have like good um 
sensor like a, yeah. sensor like they can follow yeah. you like automatic yeah. following ai yeah I know but that, even like, that but even that that's still dangerous in some spots because then you know you don't know like even with the sensor you don't know whether or not you're close to a tree like the, so the drone yeah. does yeah. not know that right so if you're following it there's still only a certain probably like a good 10 seconds of you following it before whoa there's a tree i gotta move it yeah yeah and, and, that, um, and that ruins a lot of the shots when you're doing it right so exactly M monique song who is overland lady yep. channel uh did a video on how she does it because she's solo most yep. of the time and she uses so she'll get the drone up there and it, she'll just put it on basically like tripod mode and keep it still yeah and then she'll just drive and yep. then and then in editing she'll add some keyframes to kind of zoom it in slowly yep. so you still yep. get some movement and i thought oh that's really clever and it's like really safe to, yep. and you can like really frame your shot nicely yep. but that is you know that's somebody who travels alone all yep. you know almost all the time and so you got somebody else driving your car you can do all kinds yep. of crazy stuff like like rob from revere overland yep. his drone shot his drone shots are like so money because his wife's driving the car and yeah. he's doing all this like he had an fpv drone he's doing yeah. all this crazy fpv stuff yeah. anyway yeah. yeah that's also so i expect to have like really really awesome footage yeah uh in your videos <laughs> <laughs> well I'll, I'll give you an example um uh there's another one uh primal off road uh outdoors he yeah. shoots by yeah. himself but then his drone shots are pretty crisp as well too so yeah. there, it, it all depends on practice eventually, but that's the thing. If I'm not out there doing flying my drone all the time, I, it's going to be hard. And a lot of the flights that you can do by yourself in the drone, it has to be in a clearing because you're going to nag a tree, especially yeah, yeah. here in BC. There, there ain't no way you're going to not nag a tree. <laughs> I know for sure for me, I've, <laughs> I can make a compilation of how many times I've crashed my drone and lost it. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I feel your pain there. Yeah, I had, to, <laughs> I had that. That was a three thousand yeah. dollar mistake for me. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I, I was like, I, I, it was in actually one of my videos where we tried to recover it, and we found my drone. Uh, I was just like, I'm over it. I don't want to even look for it. But we, <laughs> we, we, we kind of tracked it, but it was kind of hard at the same time to try to find it. It was going up and down the hill, and it's yeah, not yeah. even like a hill where it's like. You can actually climb it. You actually have to really climb it. It's the like how vertical that hill was. Yeah, it's like actually like climbing a mountain in a way. I remember that video, dude. You were like done. You were done. Like I, I was exhausted. tired, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Uh, thank God, my buddies there. Like they were. They they do a lot of those hiking stuff, and that's kind of what I want to do. Also, partly in next year is just okay. to get into hiking and learn, do a little bit more exercise and that kind of thing. Because man setting up and doing all those stuff in the hills does a lot of work oh, and, yeah. and it's it to to people that watch our videos uh, uh you're like i'm uh, for me personally i'm gonna say this for in, in part for will as well of so, uh, uh will as well too you guys gotta appreciate the fact that we walk <laughs> and do all those things just for that one 10 second clip yeah but if, even if five that. seconds <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah five seconds and that five second clip, we've already spent like a good 10 minutes of just going back and forth, setting it up, drive it back, do those, right? And then 100% of the time, you're like, oh, this is crappy. I got to yeah, shoot throw this it again. out. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, you got to love doing it. That's, yeah. that's oh, no. Uh, it, and, and I don't, I don't, it's not that we don't love it. It's just, you know, like 
to to the viewers it's a five second clip to yeah, us yeah. is like that's a that took us 10 minutes just to shoot that damn thing right? that's why like when i watch when i watch videos now like when i watch your videos or other creators like you mentioned jason from primal outdoors i so appreciate and i'm always thinking about how do they do that yeah like, how do they exactly. get that shot and that shot yeah. because what you're seeing you're experiencing just these beautifully framed mm -hmm. vistas and things but if you stop to think about like that person's traveling alone so yep. you know how is that moving right now or how yep. you know, just all that stuff is it's yep. really really impressive so so you're doing a cross-country um uh, oh sorry uh, I'm, I'm doing a cross-country in canada uh beginning of um beginning of the summer and then in july i'm meeting up with will we're going to uh <sighs> i don't know if you're if you mentioned it already but we're going to overland expo pacific northwest in bend oregon Oh, XPNW, uh, that will be yeah. in July. Yes, yeah. we'll be there. You're going to, we're going to do some trips together. Yeah. Maybe we can travel up there together yeah. um, and definitely hang out together while we're oh, there. Oh, definitely we're, we're traveling together because I, I already mentioned, uh, I already messaged Will once I found out that I, I lost my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're uh, like I'm hey, going to meet you in Idaho. <laughs> it's, it's an eight hour drive from Washington. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's yeah. no problem. I've never been in Idaho and I'd like to like check out spots like i mean you know like if, if i'm gonna make this a trip i'm gonna make it a trip yeah. like i'll make well, it worthwhile you know what i mean and well money, chris but... and i will take you to we'll do some cool <laughs> stuff even if yeah. it's just like from boise to bend there's yeah. so much amazing stuff oh, yeah, to see sure. along I, the way i don't doubt that and i'll and probably even just... ask you like spots for me to check out in between before i meet you in yeah. uh, in your place and stuff like that yeah, right? for sure so, yeah. There is, we just finished our, our initial, initial planning of that. And yeah. it's going to be, we're going to, you know, we've got time before to do like travel up there with you. And then afterwards, yeah. we're going to have a little bit of a time to do some runs with people. And hopefully you can yeah. stick around for that. And Oh no, and then, I, I, have, I have no choice. Um, it's not like I'm going back <laughs> to work or anything. Right. Well, yeah, you just a different kind of work, I guess. <laughs> the fun kind. So, yeah. and, and then I'm super excited about being at Overland Expo Pacific Northwest because I've never been to one before. And I just, I think it'll be so fun to just meet the community, you yeah. know, both anybody who's interested in like meeting us because they've watched our videos, but also yeah. just, I'm just interested in plugging into uh, seeing all the rigs different yeah. builds the vendors yeah. you know the the film they have a film festival that that goes in conjunction with that so like i you know i'm i'm super super excited and about being there I, i've been to the one in alberta and i'm gonna get to that one actually after this one but i went to the alberta and everybody's there just for the the same kind of like hobby or yeah. passion that you want I mean, you know, there's, there's definitely going to be some nuts, but you know, like <laughs> there's, there's definitely a uh, 95% uh, of the people there. I've met people that are overlanders or off-roaders, man, they're one of the coolest people like you can meet because we then, all share an ethos. Like we all yeah. share a desire to connect with the natural world, yeah, you know, and, and using our vehicles to go farther and see more yeah. is just, you know, one way in which we do that. And I, I, yeah, that builds a, yeah. a community of like-minded people. And yeah. yes, there are definitely outliers because yeah. they're just, there is in every community, yeah. but for the most part, I agree with you for the most part, everybody's yeah. like, because, because everybody, because for me personally, you become disconnected with whatever the hell is happening here and you're just focused in front of your eyes instead of what's happening sure. behind you which is all the social media all the stuff that you don't really necessarily think you just zoned in on 
the person, the people that you're with or by yourself, whoever goes solo overlanding and whatever nature is uh, giving to you, right? Like you're just there in the moment. That's the time that I, for me personally, is what I appreciate the most when I go out there. You're in the moment with your friends. We're so, we're so inundated with like, uh, TikTok and yeah. Instagram feed. I mean, you, Instagram, you're like, what do you spend? Yeah. Like less than a second per picture. Yeah. You might like it, yeah. might not just scroll yeah. through Facebook, yeah. all that stuff. Like we're with such like a immediate instant gratification. I do think, I think it does something to your long-term memory where it's like, yeah. what did I do yesterday? I don't yeah, remember. No, all it, I remember is like being on a screen at some point. Yeah. It, it, honestly, it's the, the truth. And then that's why for me, I have like these videos that I totally forgot that I filmed. And I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, Whoa, that's pretty cool. I, I totally forgot about this. Like, yeah. why did we have this inside joke back then or blah, 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 blah. Like for me, that's that's for me personally, for, for my friends, especially like um, maybe my group that I go with or my close friends. It's just memories that like is going to be ingrained there. Even if I remove it on YouTube in the future, I still have it. When I go out with my buddies, yeah, like as soon as the trip's over, they start texting me like hey when are you going to send us some footage of this like hey yeah. we want to see like we want to see what you did yeah like, send us a, send us a teaser trailer and yeah. i'm not kidding you it's like the next day they're like well we need to see something yeah. um yeah going back to the subject we talked about like uh, the rest of the plans yeah building building my um um having another trip uh going overland expo pacific northwest with will doing that big trip with him um going to oregon uh, and then September going to uh, do our uh, do a trip up to Alberta again to uh, attend the second annual AOA. Hey, well, if you're free, come up. Hey, that sounds awesome. I, I don't know I mean, if I am. Just, I have to look at it, but I, that it's sounds just a like straight a straight shot. It's, it's just a straight shot up from Idaho, you know, just cross the Alberta border and you're good to go all the way to um, I think it's just an hour away from Edmonton. All right. Yeah. I mean, Hey, I, I want to take a look at, I heard your, uh, I think I watched the video that you did and heard you talk about it as like a really, really oh, yeah. great. Well, uh, right event. beside it, right beside it. Like the cool thing is if, even if I don't like, if we just meet at uh, the Alberta overland expo, even after that, we can go trips after, but just driving up from Banff, which is the national park all the way to Jasper and into that, that, uh, part, man, it's beautiful there. Yeah. Lake Louise, there's tons of other lakes around there as well, too. I've never been up there. I've heard so much about Lake Louise and all those things. Yeah. And I am from Idaho and I've never I've never been up there. So I'll be honest, watching I talk about uh, I talk about them all the time. Uh, watching <laughs> down the mob and just oh, yeah. seeing all that guy just enjoy life and go around the places and stuff like that down in, in down in the States and and just seeing all the bucket list stuff to check out in the States that I'm just like, man, you know, like I'm no spring chicken. I'm still young, but I'm no <laughs> spring chicken. I, I love to visit it before I hit a certain age. Yeah, and I that's the big, that's the big four Oh for me. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm 37 this year. I got three years to go. I mean, I've built the foundation in regards to everything else, but I'd love to, if I'm, if I'm able to, you know, proceed with creating content for, you know, to make a good earning. And I'm not, um, for me, I, I don't, I don't plan to make millions of dollars. That's not my personality. Yeah. Um, it's more just to, I can create content and have a decent living. Cause I'm, I'm pretty simple. Honestly, you can give me mac and cheese or noodles. <laughs> you know, you know? I, I've, I've done camp trips where all I ate was smokies the whole time. 
<laughs> That's awesome. You know? Yeah, so man. Because it, it tastes good. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple yeah. stuff. So, but yeah, those are the big, big uh, trips wise. Those, those things are going to be happening within the, the summertime uh, time. Um, and then other than that, it just builds. I'm going to, I have a whole bunch of uh, parts that I'm putting into the Jeep. I'm building the F-150, as I mentioned. That's kind of like the, the deal. Dude, I, I, so I hope it does because I really want to see you build up that F-150 <laughs> and do the, a flatbed, a flatbed yeah. build. Yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah. Um, but, but even if it doesn't like, yeah. uh, you're, what you're doing is so great. Like, um, I'm, I'm just really thankful that you took the time to come on and share oh, yeah. about what you're doing. You're, you know, like how you got into this, yeah. your kind of current kind of builds and things. And then looking at this, this year, 2022, personally, I can't wait to hang out in person yeah. and, and see you show you a little bit of Idaho and Oh, hang that, out that, that I can't wait. I've never been to Idaho. So I've heard yeah. of it. I mean, I'm expecting some good potatoes. Most of us, <laughs> most of us in Idaho, most of us locals would love to keep it more of a secret. And yet I have yeah. a YouTube channel about it, but yeah. like, um, well, tell not, that to Matt, who is from North uh, South Carolina. So <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. So anyway, we'll we'll have some we'll have some good fun this year together. Yeah. And um, if if you're listening to this and you haven't checked out. Um, G from BC. That's uh, G E E from BC on Instagram, on YouTube. Definitely go check that out. Um, if you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do American yeah, Overlander podcast. Um, we're just going to keep doing great content with great people like this. And certainly if you haven't uh, been over to our YouTube channel, we'd love to have you as a subscriber and, um, and you can connect with all of us. You can connect, yep. like Instagram is a great place to connect with all of us. And I've got to, got to tell you, if you're listening to this and you want to like reach out to somebody on this show, yep. myself or, or Gary or anybody that, that comes on Instagram's a great place to do that. And chances are they're going to reply like, Oh, I'll definitely love connecting with the community. Yeah, I'll definitely reply uh, as long as you're not trolling me. I'll <laughs> or if you're or trolled, also, that's if, probably just yeah, me. If, if you're not trolling me, or even if you're even if you are trolling, I'll probably still answer. Same goes for most creators out there. So yeah. thanks again, Gary. It's awesome yeah, to have no you problem. on, and awesome. I really want to do it again. Yeah. And um, and uh, for everyone else who's listening, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. 